0: Intuit just beat on their latest earnings call. Their revenues have grown by 12% and their earnings were up, yet the company's shares are likely down on lowered guidance. But what do Intuit's financials have to tell us? So far this year, shares of Intuit have surged 28% while the S&P 500 has gone up 14%. Intuit's beating the market. But is the company on sale? We're using the select six analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Intuit. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Intuit for your stock portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Intuit stock performance. Right now, Intuit trades for $498.01 per share. Year-to-date, they're up 28%. In the last five years, they're up 127%, compounding at 18% annually. They're compounding at 22.5% annually in the last decade, one of the best performing stocks in the market during this time. Since the global financial crisis, Intuit's been crushing the market. They're compounding at 19%. Their stock price is up nearly 25 times. Right now, Intuit also pays a modest 0.62% dividend yield. Intuit's grown their dividends in each of the last 10 years. Their average dividend yield is added to the returns in their stock. Intuit trades $16 below their 52-week high. The company's up more than $140 from their 52-week low. Just over 1% of their shares are sold short. Intuit's a huge business, they have a $140 billion market cap. You've probably heard of Intuit, but what do they really do? Intuit is a provider of small business accounting software with QuickBooks, personal tax solutions with TurboTax, and professional tax offerings with Lacerda. Founded in the mid-1980s, Intuit controls the majority of US market share for small business accounting and do-it-yourself tax filing software. In recent years, Intuit acquired Credit Karma for $7.1 billion in 2020. They also acquired Mailchimp for $12 billion in 2021. Now let's look at the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want Intuit's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns a 7% return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the company being twice as good as average. Over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock's likely to return what its underlying business returns. Intuit's return on capital has declined in all five of these years. They were earning huge returns in 2018 and 2019. More recently, in their last fiscal year, they earned just 11%. That's still above average, but it's significantly down. Still, when these are averaged out, Intuit earns about 29% returns in a given year. These are still four times better than average, meaning this is a big check on metric number one. You still want to be mindful that their returns have been declining, though. Metric number two, we want to see growth across the board for Intuit. We're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. These all need to be up for metric number two to be a check. We'll also include their last 12 months worth of numbers, which don't display on this chart. In this time, Intuit's more than doubled their revenues. Part of that is on the back of some of their recent acquisitions. Their net incomes or their earnings have also grown by 68%. And leading their growth charge here, Intuit has more than doubled their free cash flows. Great to see free cash flows leading here as it's ultimately the way businesses will be valued. We're using two different methods based on Intuit's free cash flow to estimate their fair value later in the video, so you'll want to stay till the end. All three of these are up. This is another check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth in the last five years. We learned Intuit's earnings or their net incomes have grown by 68%. At the same time, the company's issued 8% additional shares outstanding, meaning they've diluted shareholders. Intuit issued shares for their MailChimp acquisition. The company is also one of the worst offenders when it comes to share-based compensation. They issue a lot of shares as compensation to their employees, well above even the average in most big tech companies. Still, even with their dilution, their earnings have grown faster than this. This is a check on metric number three. Metric number four, we wanna see free cash flow per share growth, this is pretty similar. Their free cash flows have grown faster than they've diluted shareholders. This means this is a check on metric number four. So far, so good. Through four metrics, Intuit's a perfect 4 for 4 on our analysis. Do they have what it takes to keep this high performance going? Metric number five, we want to see Intuit's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments. Be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. During economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are at the greatest risk of losses. We don't want companies to be over levered. Intuit's reduced their cash and they've added on some debt over this time. They ended last year with $4.3 billion in net debt. Right now, they've reduced this to $2.9 billion. In the last five years, Intuit's generated $13.5 billion of free cash flow. That's easily enough to comfortably support their debt position. This is another check on metric number five. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Intuit have what it takes to be a perfect select six stock and go six for six on our analysis? We'll find out right after we cover our bonus. We're looking at Intuit's dividend profile as our bonus. Pays a 0.62% dividend yield. They've grown their dividends in each of the last 10 years. It's no surprise they've grown their dividend in the last 5 years as well. In this time, Intuit's grown their free cash flows per share in all 5 of these years. Their dividends and free cash flows per share have grown by almost the same rates. This is exactly what we're looking for as this is a check on our bonus. Intuit may be a good dividend growth stock and a potential future dividend aristocrat or dividend king. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Intuit's average five year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10 year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Intuit. Right now, Intuit has a $143 billion enterprise value. We learned in their last five years, they generated $13.5 billion of free cash flow. This means they generate $2.7 billion of free cash flow in a given year. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get under a 1.9% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Intuit produced $4.33 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it gives a 3.1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of these are below the yield of the 10-year treasury. They're coming in under the risk premium we're looking for. This means coming in all the way on metric number 6. This is our first and only X of the day on Intuit. Keep in mind this is not a buy or sell recommendation of Intuit. We still need to estimate their fair value per share. We're using a discounted cash flow model to estimate Intuit's fair value per share. With the company's major acquisitions in recent years, we're using their current free cash flows and then taking historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for Intuit. Assuming they grow their current free cash flows at 14% annually for the next decade, Then in the following decade assuming that this growth rate is cut in half and these grow at 7% annually Intuit's been a modestly predictable business in its past which can better inform these assumptions but that's no guarantee for the future we're adding in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth this could be understating things for Intuit so it's something you may want to adjust if we want a 15% rate of return which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years into the future Based on Intuit's free cash flows, an estimate of their fair value per share is around $230. That's down a whopping $270 from their current stock price. It's also more than $100 below their 52 week lows. Again, this terminal valuation takes Intuit's multiples into account. Right now, they're trading for 33 times free cash flow, and the company's at a 63 PE. Keep in mind this analysis is not financial advice, it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. Let's figure out what Intuit's qualitative factors are. Looking at the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, Intuit's tax revenue should climb at a healthy rate as the company's solutions intersect with the assisted tax filing base. Number two, QuickBooks should continue to see revenue growth from Intuit's growing ecosystem capabilities. Number three, operating expenses should decrease as a percentage of revenue as the company recognizes synergies between links among once to separate offerings and benefits from scale. It wouldn't be fair if we didn't cover their negative factors as well, looking at the factors supporting a short thesis. Number one, Intuit's switching costs could erode as software providers also catering to small businesses enter the accounting space. They potentially offer compelling reasons for QuickBooks customers to change vendors. Number two, Intuit could receive pressure from the IRS to include once premium features in its free tax filing software, weakening premium software sales. Number three, some countries outside of the U.S. automatically generate citizens' tax files. If the U.S. adopted a similar program, Intuit's TurboTax business could face material headwinds. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of their business factors. Now let's talk about our rating. Intuit stock ticker INTU performed very well on our analysis, The company has a lot of the financial metrics to be a wonderful business. However, its valuation may be stretched. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice. Again, this isn't financial advice. Right now, Intuit's free cash flow to enterprise value doesn't look attractive compared to the 10 year treasury. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, using those assumptions, if we want a 15% rate of return and with the same terminal multiples, An estimate of Intuit's fair value per share is around $230, down a lot from their current stock price. Intuit was last at those levels in March of 2020. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, Intuit looks like a modest candidate for further research. Thanks so much for watching. You might like this linked video next.